you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL Podcast has lost faith in the Browns for good. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. I'm your host today, Colleen Wolf, and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, gang? Hey, Colleen. It's weird. It is a little weird. It's not not going to lie. We're going to throw it out there and be transparent. It's not very totally weird. catchphrasey, but no. Why do we need to start the show with a completely unnecessary, unmitigated shot at the Browns? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, Did you I, organize you're, that? You're directing it at you me right now, that. and I don't. Now, now I feel you're comfortable now in charge in of everything. Spot. Good start, Colleen. <laughs> wow, you, know, you host now a couple a couple times a year at least in the. I haven't season. in a while though. I mean, it was it was much more of a negotiation this time with Colleen's <laughs> agent. Yeah. Uh, now that she hosts four shows on NFL Network, she was a lot more costly. Yeah. Uh, this but you guys came around. through. Oh yeah, it came out of our budget, and you know it was Greg's birthday yesterday and Wes's. Happy and belated happy birthday, birthday guys. Had to deep six today's celebration for them to pay for Colleen. <laughs> that's that's right. This is your present, is me hosting. So Just enjoy what I it. wanted. I know. I, oh, I know it was on your list. Celebration. Was, how about Wes? Uh, we should be celebrating that he's even here right now. He took a red eye from Hawaii last night to make, it, that. to make it here. You were there celebrating your birthday with the Paramore. Got in about 6 o'clock this morning to uh, L.A., took about a three-hour nap. Good to go. And I saw the Paramore <laughs> this morning in the parking lot, and she said, she's like, I took two Benadryls on the plane and oh, passed out. out. I mean, I can't even take a quarter of a Benadryl without passing out for hours on end. I have no idea <laughs> how you're both here today. Is she currently on our edit desk editing stories? <laughs> she is working in a different department today. Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, that department, that's going to be a real treat for them. <laughs> that's, that's something else. All right. So uh, did you guys have fun in Hawaii? We had a blast. It's so beautiful. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And we had, we were lucky. One of the girls that she used to do gymnastics with lives there on Lihue, uh, Lihue, 
I guess is how it's. Put. Wait, one of the girls that that Keisha did gymnastics with. Yeah. I didn't even know Keisha did gymnastics. She did, yeah. While you were ice skating, she was gymnastics. What? Mm, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so she lives there, and she was a great tour guide on Saturday. I think that's the key to most good trips: find a local who knows the best spots to go to. And uh, we did that for about nine or ten hours on Saturday. It was a blast. It's like oh if you God. want to know the bars in Culver City, you go with Mark. <laughs> yeah. Good that's, job, Greg. That's what I did. Uh, what day was it? Puritan that? over here on the corner. We did have <laughs> a good time. We had a nice time with Tamposi and a we few We plowed hours. through drinks. Emma? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's to say the least. We did. It's, it, was, it was a great time. But also, happy belated birthday, guys. Um, we have a lot of news to get to, too, today. We have some fun news items. We're going to get some odds and ends in here because that's taken a little bit of a of an off time. It's been on vacation, so we're bringing it back. You get Colleen in the studio, we got to play the hits. That's right. Here, for you, that's odds and ends. Yeah. No, it's true. And then one trade we'd all like to see. So uh, let's start off with some news. What's up, Lindsay? This is the shortest four box ever <laughs> constructed, and I mean that by height, on our air. Rosenthal, oh. how tall are you? Uh, you know, if you round up, I'll go 5'6". How about that? Siciliano. Yeah, that uh, needed some more context. But that, yeah, that was from um, me celebrating my birthday by doing, you know, being on uh, a four box on up to the minute yesterday with some other short people. Yeah. Siciliano. Yeah, wild. A little short. Ian, not a tall guy. He didn't want to reveal his height. He on was air, not happy show, about that shows, at all. Just uh, <laughs> something. Put it that way. La Ravio Magnifico. What is it? Garofolo was in no. there who really didn't need to be grouped. He's a normal height, whatever he is. I forget what he said he is. Yeah. Like 5'10 or something. Well, it was hey, a Garofolo got tugged down into that because he's a perfectly yeah. normal sized yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, so let's start with the Jets right now. They want Kirk Cousins. They want him bad. So we have Rich Samini from ESPN.com saying that the Jets are willing to pay whatever it takes to get him. So what does that really mean? Well, there's been some reports that maybe that's a fully guaranteed contract. Um, we know Mike McCagnan has some money to play with, $100 million in cap space. So Wes, uh, how do you like this pairing with the Jets if he were to go to him among all of his options? Well, there's a lot of rumbling on this pairing, but I, I look back to 2011 when Peyton Manning was going through all this, and nobody had any idea in mid-February which team was going to be the most aggressive, which team Peyton Manning would go to. I think it's a little early to be pairing Cousins with the Jets, because I think the Broncos and the Browns and a couple other teams might be willing to, to pay whatever it takes, too. There's this report from the New York Post that what the Jets want to do, because, I mean, as we've talked about, almost the cap thing, every team can find a way to figure out how to get a quarterback under contract for five-plus years if they want to. But the Jets want to front-load it, apparently, to the New York Post. Who knows what this means at this point. With a This first year would be for $60 million. Wow. And I guess that's how you say Whoa, how do you wait, how do you what? wipe well it's a report. Sixty knows, million. How do you how do you wipe the Broncos off the scene? You could maybe do it that way, but ultimately how do you how does one team really outbid another? Well it's guaranteed money. So to me it's more it, d- does he really care whether it's in the first year or whether it's all just fully guaranteed. Right. I think he has the leverage to have by far the most fully guaranteed money in NFL history. I don't see why he couldn't negotiate a hundred million dollars fully guaranteed. Like why why not? Why wouldn't his next four years, let's say, or three years be fully guaranteed? And yeah, if you're an NFL team, you could put that all in the front if you want. If you just want it as a huge signing bonus, spread it out over uh the course of the thing. But I, I just wonder who is this coming from? I mean 
Ian Rappaport, our guy, reported it. The New York Post is reporting it. ESPN New York is reporting it. So either someone close Agents. to the Jets or the agent is putting that the Jets – or maybe the Jets want to put it out there and tell the tell Kirk Cousins, hey, like we're going to pay whatever you need. Like look at us. Take us seriously. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who he's already made $44 million in back-to-back franchise tags. He's he's making so much money and he's driving around in a van and he's frugal. Like imagine how much money he's saving. He's just sitting on right now. He has now. like cash of like a Central American like military <laughs> god. I mean, like he's just sitting on money. Or just, I, you know. Or like a, you know, third string starting pitcher in true right that's you know true. And like other that's tw- also or like you know a sick a sixth man in the nba so he's he's just gonna get what athletes in other sports usually get i do think this is a big story though that we we know for sure that the jets are basically all in and we don't really know with the other teams who's exactly all in or not because in the end it's probably gonna only probably not every team is gonna be all in that we that we think might be if your cousins though do you automatically look at the bronc everyone's putting oh the broncos are this perfect fit they're still a super bowl defense all this stuff if your cousins do you really favor the broncos over some of these other teams with the way they're made up on offense particularly well i don't what are the jets and browns offering well i mean the from a team angle, the Browns are offering I get, very little. Right. I get your point. Yeah. That the Broncos, a lot of people could look at that situation and say they've actually passed their Super Bowl window, and now they're more of a rebuilding team. They've got to re- rebuild that entire offensive line. They, Not that they, the Jets yeah. have a great line either. They have receivers, but you're right. The Vikings are kind of the only team that you just look at, and if you're Kirk Cousins, you'd think, I can go and we'd be a Super Bowl contender right away. Which I think matters to him. I don't think we're talking about Drew Brees where he's big in the Players Association and it's all about money and getting the highest dollar available. I think Kirk Cousins has a a few different priorities than Drew Brees does. Yeah, and you look at a team like Arizona, they don't necessarily have the pieces that would might be attractive to Kirk Cousins, but they're going to be just as aggressive as everyone else because that's been their plan all along. That's what Steve Wilkes said, that they're not going to just rebuild right now. They want to go into this and try and, and get as much as they can right now. They don't have a unlike single the, quarterback on contract. Unlike the Jets and the <laughs> right. Browns, they don't have the draft pick sitting there you know, that high where they feel like they're going to get a franchise guy in the draft. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, also, we have uh, Doug Martin saying goodbye to Doug Martin in Tampa Bay. It's been um, a very up-and-down six-year career for him, so it's not really surprising. He really has only had two two seasons where he went bananas over 1,000 yards. Sort of mirrors like Dan Hansis's run at NFL Wow. Network, I'd say. How so? I'm just kidding. I just I, I want to see if he's listening to the show. <laughs> um, Great rookie season, then a couple, you know, problems. Four seasons under 500 yards? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Four seasons under 500 yards and two seasons over 1,400 yards. That's a it, pretty weird it, career. It's it, a it, really it, weird career. I, I sent the tweet about it last week, how he'd been over 1,600 yards from scrimmage and then two terrible years after that. Like, no years over 600 yards from scrimmage and two above 1,600 yards. And he was an all-pro just two years ago. Yeah, And they just have Peyton Barber and Jacquez Rogers on the roster now. I mean, it's, not, it's not a surprise, but Don't yeah. forget about fullback Alan Cross, a difference maker. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted to trade up for Dalvin Cook last year. You figure they'll, they'll be drafting someone or, or signing someone in free agency, if yeah. not both. That's a, a big area of need for them. Another team saying goodbye to someone. After nine seasons, the Texans and Brian Cushing, they're breaking up. Uh, Brian Cushing, first-round pick back in 09, the team's all-time leader in, sa- er, in tackles. But 
obviously last season suspended 10 games and he's kind of been on the decline the last few years. So 31 not- years old, like he he saved them almost 8 million by cutting him. So it's wasn't surprising that they moved on at this point. It's not really surprising. You know why? Someone in here called it. Mm. <laughs> but that was me? That was you. Oh, wow. I thought uh, it was maybe Lindsay. Potential AFC cut candidates. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. if you didn't read it, read it, shame on you. It's just basically telling the future. Doug Martin was, was there. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, I, I, right. It's surprising. He, Anyone with like off the field PED right. issue, like any sort of off the field <laughs> it issue. It was pretty obvious. Okay. He stuck around longer than I think most people would have in considering his uh, PED suspensions and injuries over the last handful of years in his sal- salary. I do want to mention, we just got an email as we're taping this with Cushing in the mix. And it's titled Profanity Warning in all caps. Ooh, what, what Ryan Cushing on Instagram regarding Texans release. I don't know if you, they had to lead the email with that. Apparently it was. Is there a lot of it was profanity a, It was it? a transcript of him, you know, saying goodbye to the, the Texans. And it was all very, very nice. And he was just saying anyone who, who thinks that this is just a game is, is full of you know what. That's all. I mean, this very, email only. Very passionate. It only wow. goes to people in our in our newsroom. Right. So I guess I there's a lot, a lot of what them. tender flowers down there that can't handle an S bomb in our newsroom. I wouldn't know. Is who that, those I'm like are. dying to know what it is. It yeah, was, oh. that was it. S bomb. Full of uh, S bomb. You know, maybe they were worried <laughs> about producers <laughs> reading this and then pu- and just putting the Instagram on a show, which right. things like that. Can mm. happen. Okay. Well, so now we now we know. Now we have uh, noticed. Is he going to make your top our our top uh, 101 rough draft list was due today? Uh, How's that looking? Curd- my, uh, I sent it in. I was wondering if Brian Cushing made Wes's list. My Philly. first instinct would be no, because I think he's been a huge disappointment for the past half decade. He doesn't play full seasons, and he's always at risk of a um, performance-enhancing drug suspension. Like yes. every single year, he's at risk <laughs> of that. So I don't know if I want that guy on my team. But I'm so underwhelmed by this free agent class that there are no names that really excite me. Everyone important is going to get the tag. Kyle Fuller is the most exciting name to me mm. of all the guys. It, who has it's a, a big drop-off after 20 or 25 players. I think the top 25 is, a, is about normal. I think it's a big drop-off after four. Ooh. Really? That 101 spot is normally uh, an exciting <laughs> name. Will it be Mike Vick again? We pick someone, yeah. <laughs> That's a big name, and Mike they have to be Vick. stuck there. It's been Mike Vick like three times. <laughs> I just want a couple of times. Yeah. Wow, wow! I feel like I feel like Geno Smith is a pretty strong option for that. Geno Smith will not spot. be in my top three hundred. Oh, That's pretty bad. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, how? Why would you act like Geno Smith is a starting quarterback? I don't uh, get it. Maybe Frank Gore. <laughs> well, here's a story well, that a slight on Frank. I kind of I feel like it's a little weird, and I don't know how much I believe it, but weird. I, I'm just saying, like. P.S. PFT has us wondering right now. Marcus Peters is he on the trade block? I mean, they added David Amerson. They officially get Kendall Fuller from the Alex Smith deal in a few weeks, and there were all of those things that happened during the season where you know he got he thought he got ejected from the game, but he didn't. He came back out. He didn't have socks on or whatever, and then he got suspended. one of the greatest <laughs> moments of the entire regular season. <laughs> Dan really loves that moment. <laughs> Um, but then he got suspended, and then we heard about how he got into a heated argument with a coach. So there were some things behind the scenes. But after that happened, he played his best. He he came out, and I, I felt like he he played the best that he played all season long. So is he on the trade block? I mean, do you believe in this at all, Rosie? I do, because multiple 
outlets are reporting it now. CBS also threw it out there, and I don't think it comes. It doesn't how these things work? It doesn't come out in a vacuum. Someone yeah. is putting out there whether it's the agent. Uh, which would be my guess, or it's the team, what, whatever it is, he's he is on his fifth-year option, and maybe the Chiefs believe they're not going to make him one of the highest-paid defensive players in the league, that they've already sort of made up their mind on that, and that, well, why not? Why don't we trade him, get great value for him instead of letting him walk in free agency next year? I think that's well said. It, mm-hmm. It's about timing, and this is his fifth-year option year. Uh, like Greg said, do you pay this guy one of the best contracts in the NFL? If he's uncoachable, if he's a bit of a volatile guy and you can't control him, and that's the sense, that's the vibe I get coming out of Kansas City that, mm. that he's kind of. But you're, you never know what he's going to do. You love Marcus Peters. As you're player, the Marcus but, Peters guy. As a player, but I'm a little bit different than you. That I believe that character counts, oh, and that you're, you're going to build a team. <laughs> like I think you, I think you build like Bill Belichick does the right fifty-three, not the best fifty-three. And this guy's a hard guy to control. Chiefs fans freaking out over this because yeah. he's only due $1.7 million next year. So in their mind, they're like thinking, why would you get rid of one of our best players? But you know, you forget that these coaches are with these guys all year long, and a huge chunk of every roster is just mm. raging knuckleheads. <laughs> and so they know more about what he is to deal with behind the scenes. So it must be it more than just the Jets meltdown. There must be other cantankerous stuff happening. Yeah, he's had shop a, a guy of his the Marshawn Lynch thing. He's had ups and downs, and his plays had, had some ups and downs. But when he's at his best, he's great. Picks and three. We should correct. I should correct myself. I'd said earlier that this would be his fifth year option year. That that's not. Right. That would be next year. Yeah. So he's actually under contract, as Mark mentioned, for a very low salary this year. And you have the fifth year option, which I would think makes him even more tradable because that contract is great. You have him under contract for the next two years at the very least at, at a totally reasonable price. Yeah. And I guess the it's a new regime there now than what drafted him. And so that sort of makes a little bit of sense mm. there, but he's a great player. And you normally don't see that. Yeah, it, it just seems a little odd to me. I He'll do, wind up in New England. I do think it... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it reminds me of something I'm writing tonight is is I think there's going to be more trades than ever. And there's been more really? trades really the last couple of years. It's been increasing. If it's a copycat league, the Eagles trade more more than any team in the NFL last year. The Patriots were the second most. They've traded the most in the league over the last three or four years. These are what the best teams are doing, and I think cap space is overrated in general. But one thing cap space can do is you can just make trades a lot easier, and I think there are a lot of people around the NFL that that expect this to be a very active trading period, and he could be one of a, a lot of big names that, that gets traded. I could see it. See, you're out in front of it already again. We'll see if you get the Trying. trumpet on this again. Uh, you That's mentioned the Eagles. Uh, one small step for man. <laughs> one giant. What in the hell? The NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal. <laughs> That's him, everybody. Greg right. Rosenthal. Greg, you mentioned the Eagle Eagles. Quick shout out to Mike Grow, who's the new offensive coordinator in town. They were interviewing Deuce Staley as well, but uh, Grow got the the go. I don't know. That helped. <laughs> How do you feel about it? <laughs> You're the Eagles fan. <laughs> Just writing headlines out here. How do you feel? Uh, I feel great. Well, no, I mean the fact that they've lost uh, a lot from that coaching staff. Uh, obviously, Grow is not going to be calling plays. That's Doug Peterson's job. But we know that Frank Reich put in so much work into those game plans during the week. So just wondering how they fill that void and how 
grow, does it? Mm. Were you more of like a Deuce Staley camp? I like individual? Deuce. Well, yeah, well, I was hoping the Deuce would get it. I know. How would you feel if you were Deuce right now? Not too great. Well, no. those two will probably be in it together, right? Yeah. One of them's a passing game guy and one of them's a running game guy, so they'll probably be in cahoots. We, we actually mentioned the Deuce would help with the planning, so maybe it's just like, you get the title, I'll do all the work. See, we debated yeah. not, even, not even talking about this news because none of us really know what to say <laughs> about Mike Grow. but I think it's been a lovely minute. Son of Al Grow, a longtime right. Belichick Parcells favorite. I think it's really added to the show. Just saying. Let's move on. <laughs> To Peyton Manning. He's reportedly being wooed by both ESPN and Fox, according to the New York Post. ESPN's obviously looking to replace John Gruden and then Fox. They, I guess, reached out to him before last season to Peyton Manning because now they have this new TNF package. So, uh, Sessler, how does Peyton in the booth make you feel? (laughs) Um, I have enough of him on the commercial front. I know that much. And I don't find him... I, it rubs me a little bit odd when people are like, oh, Peyton is just so funny. Oh, the sense of humor. It's like, oh, really? Thank I mean, you. he's not even. I mean, I know Wes, we're on the same platform. Them. For me, though, I would say I can't imagine a more daunting offseason for any player to decide I'm going to jump into the booth because immediately you're going to have to be better than Tony Romo yeah, or right. be viewed as a massive underachieving milk toast <laughs> hire. And I'm not sure. It's not easy to do what Romo does. There's a ton of players out there announcing games and you don't learn anything from them. And Romo exposed, I feel like, 85% of the industry. <laughs> so Manning's got to come in and somehow outshine Tony Romo. He could do it on the field maybe, but I'm not sure he can do it here. Fire! Are well, we, am I wrong? I feel like it's a tough no. year to jump into that role. Are we getting Peyton Manning from the Kenny Chesney commercials? Because if we are, I'm never watching that show. <laughs> How would you feel? You're never watching Monday Night Football. I'm never watching Monday Night Football if it's the Peyton Manning from the Kenny Chesney. Those commercials are awful. It also matters who you pair him with. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. What if it's Peyton Manning and Sean McDonough? I, you... it, it sounds oh, like God. Sean McDonough is going to be <laughs> shipped aside, though. I mean, there was mention of that, too, that they, it's their chance to reboot. Right. But, yeah, I don't think Sean, Sean McDonough and Gruden – Whatever. I, I like McDonough a little bit more than others did, but but you have to get someone in there with Peyton Manning that is not going to be hyper folksy because that's already Peyton Manning. Mm. Yeah. I, I think the, the Fox, it's all very interesting that they might sweep McDonough aside, and if they don't get Manning, who do they get? The Thursday night package, now Fox has it for five years, and it sounds like it's not going to be Aikman and Buck. They think that doesn't make sense because Buck does baseball and all this stuff, that they almost might look outside of their their current stable, and that seems to make more sense to me. Dennis Miller, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. do Peyton Manning on Thursday night. It does what? feel like a weird year though for him to do it. Like he should have gotten into the booth last year, and obviously I think he, he would have be been good. compared to I Romo think, why, all season long. But good? now he's got to be, be in good. the shadow. Yeah, well, because I think he's personable enough. He's not a great actor. I'm not like saying he's hilarious. Maybe Is that's he funny though. Do we have no? I don't not think to one me. of the least not... funny athletes I've ever seen. He's right. a fine straight man, but he knows a lot. I think about... Eli is honestly he's funnier a fine than he is. Straight man. He, he's he knows obviously as much about the quarterback position in football sure. as anyone, and if he can communicate that well, and he's pretty good at communicating. Well, I mean, be pretty good. I'm not Matt Money Smith, but Peyton Manning has a very annoying voice. Ooh. <laughs> he doesn't enunciate very clearly. Wow, I didn't. 
Yeah, I can't. I feel like I'm in a glass house there. I can't be throwing any. I'm not sure we know that he can place. communicate the way that Romo. We didn't know that. No, with we Romo, and then we yeah, found I out within a month. Like this guy's got some. Sort I would of special never. Gift. I would never. Comp- I would never expect him to be Romo because Romo to me is the best guy who's come into it since John Madden. That's 30 years. So I, I'm yeah. just saying, let's have let's have a nice group because this ESPN. They, this is too brand new groups that we're going to have to be spending prime time with the, the, the Fox <laughs> a lot of time. one. I'm a little yeah, worried about the Fox one. I got to, I got to be honest. I'm a little worried about Thursday nights with Fox for the next five you're tensing years. Up. Every, your your every shoulders Thursday are night. like creeping up to your ears. That's my talking. game. That's the game. I, I care about the most. Well, where's Jay Cutler? It's the this? only game that I, that we're watching. And that's the only thing we're doing. Do you have all week? Do you have a name in mind whom you'd like to see? Oh, no, I haven't really thought about it. I wish I had. For this question, Gus Johnson would have been kind of kind of fun. That's been that's been rolled out there as a possible Iron Eagle? play guy. Oh, Iron Eagle. Yeah, Kevin Harlan. Love Iron Kevin Har- <laughs> we know that Harlan or Eagle would both be great play by play, but they're Iron Eagle they work, so underused. They work for other networks. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell the story? I feel like we have told the story on the pod. It's been we? mentioned, I believe. Iron Eagle. We, I just found out the love, the deep love that Sessler has for Ian Eagle one night when we went out to a bar to watch the Eagles game. What was this, like two years ago, maybe? I think at it least might have two been years ago. Three at this point. That three? British pub in, in Santa Monica. Britannia. Of, yeah, Britannia. Yeah. Second floor. And second floor. And Sessler just wanted to spread the good news of Ian Eagle to everyone <laughs> around us, whether they cared or not. They did not care and they did not appreciate it at all, especially a uh, like a four top of elderly women that were not having anything to do with Ian Eagle. Hype. I mean, that's one of the great things of going out with Mark Sessler. There's many. There's the dance. Oh, you go out with me sometimes, Greg. Oh. You act like you're like the, you know, a pilgrim that just came I'm over just, with a no drinking club. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you want knowledge, it's a, it's a positive to know the uh, dive bars in Culver City. But yes. Yes, it is. If you have a, a something that you want to let people know about in a bar, you're going to make sure everyone in that bar knows it. You're going to go That around, was the case that them. time. Yeah. It was, it was not... No one needed it, and they got it. It was great, though. I like that it's like a game. You could tell that those four <laughs> elderly women were not interested, and it was your job to make them interested in Ian Eagle. And You're by the way, I, Ian Eagle's career has only blossomed since then, and I think he's underused <laughs> and needs some sort of a promotion. Put him on a bigger platform now. Well, this is where the campaign starts for him, right here. I know we're going to be uh, at a bar together again in Indy coming up. Speaking of Peyton Manning and his old stomping Ugh. grounds, we're going to the Combine, and just for you guys, mm. I'm going to do a little special edition of Odds and Ends Combine. All right. All right. All right. Let's hit it. Odds and Ends. Wait. Wow. No. Nice little wolf, yo. Oh, won't you tell me? Go around me in NFL. Huh? Yeah, I'm on this party uptown. Tell me what it's going to take now. Huh? Because I ain't nobody's rebound. Tell me hey it's your odds and ends yeah tell your friends yeah popping dom so the segment flows and it ain't for these silly foes your block straight facts and some anecdotes yeah it's little wolf yo hey it's your odds and ends make sure you tell your friends oh and it ain't for these silly foes. Your, Your block. block. Straight 
great facts and some anecdotes. Wow. Yeah. And some digital wow. research notes. Hey, it's odds and ends. Okay. It's odds and ends. Tamposi really knocked it oh out of the park on that one. <laughs> when did you record that? Um, I recorded it in the parking lot here this morning in the car, and then I sent it to Tamposi. On your phone? On my phone. And for those who are not here today, Erica's back here behind the glass dancing. The loose cannon is behind the glass dancing. Singing, I jumping have, around. Did I catch a... That yep, was amazing. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so really excited about the combine. Wow. Uh, Little Debbie feeling the heat. Well, that does nothing <laughs> from, to from kill the... the ru- there is deep... State rumors that you and Little Debbie are the same person. I wish. I still haven't met her yet. You're right. Yeah, we have not been in the same room yeah. yet. Do you share the same parking lot tendencies as Little Debbie? No, unfortunately. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm going to stay out of that conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of. <laughs> so here we go. We got some uh, fun facts here. I went digging through our research on some different prospects that we're going to try and talk to. Binder? Combine. I got a binder going. It's oh, a di- yeah. it's digital though now. Oh. I'm trying to because it's kind of heavy. Mm. You've seen me outrageously. I've seen binders. you at the airport when you had a whole suitcase <laughs> filled with binders, <laughs> and then I left one behind in oh, the yeah. trash can. Yeah. So one yes. lonely soldier. This Great, you were the- Mitt Romney before. Mitt- was that Mitt Romney who had the? F- yeah, the, the binders. Binders. Oh, God, great. Yes, I guess that was me. <laughs> All right, let's start off with a quarterback, Sam Darnold, Mayock's number one quarterback. We've heard his name over and over again, but did you know his grandfather, his name was Dick Hammer, and he was the Marlboro Man. Whoa. Why yes. not the Marlboro Man? Yes, and he was in an Aunt Jemima pancake commercial and a volleyball Olympian. Wow. Pretty Former, totally new to me. Career. Former New York Giants quarterback Charlie Connerly, who was in the 58 championship game that's known as the game that basically created pro football, was also the Marble Man for a couple years. Wow. I think if, How many were there? There were several. Like At the same time, there were several Marlboro mm. Men. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think if this you're, makes it less impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. if, you're, if you're named Dick Hammer... You're automatically the Marlboro. Well, that's tell you probably true. They tell you at birth, you're great. like, oh, another yeah. Dick Hammer? Yeah, you'll be the Marlboro. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Um, okay, so now we got Dallas Goddard, tight end out of South Dakota State. He's Mayock's number two ranked tight end. Um, he was named Dallas after the Dallas Cowboys and then went on to become a Packers fan. So that had to be like a little weird in the house. His dad was like a big Cowboys fan, but he knows how to ride a unicycle. Guys, his a mom dying art. and his sister used to ride a unicycle all the time. In fact, the entire family rides unicycles in Fourth of July parades. And wow. he's been doing it since he was eight years old, and he just rode in a parade in 2016. I like it. I do. I do feel that this uh, signals <laughs> multiple. Extremely tedious uh, draft segments on, oh. on, 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 on multiple. I will networks. be leading them wrong? all, probably. Well, I'm just saying. Yep, that's going to happen. So, I wonder uh, if he can juggle on a unicycle. He's like halfway through clown school. Ooh, didn't I we, wonder if he I, can catch passes on a unicycle. Didn't we have a unicycle rider recently in the draft? <laughs> am I not? Am I, mis- I don't, I don't remember. remember. One. I feel like it bodes well. I feel like it's a positive that he's still doing it with his family. At this advanced age, normally, yeah, normally you'd be like, "I'm too cool for that now," but he's a team player. That's what the family does. He yeah, does no, it. Like you just nobody. Hey, we're cool gonna go on the cycles today. Yeah, I mean, that seems like something that everyone should do, right? If you could I do agree. it, dying art, like you said. Yeah. 
How about Orlando Brown? Let's go to him. Oklahoma tackle. He's Mayock's second-rated tackle. His dad, Zeus, played for the Browns and the Ravens. Um, but the thing that stood out to me was that Orlando, as an eighth grader, was 450 pounds. That was the first year he played football. 450 pounds as an eighth grader. Can you That's imagine? That's like my entire family put into one human body. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Pounds. He said he was a biscuit away from 500 pounds. That's a big biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a big dude, and one day he wants to have his own fashion line. Mm. His dad had that very infamous <laughs> injury where the ref the threw the flag right into his eye. It was with a very the, good with pl- the 99 Browns, I believe. His it was. dad was a very good player. Yeah, he very was. Good. And now he passed away uh, too early. That's... That's a quite a story, though. Yeah. Way to bring this segment down. I, I, I also was noticing uh, that, that <laughs> you've been end. using Mayock's rankings as well, kind of the, the authority. Kind of a little bit of a shot towards Daniel Jeremiah moved this wow. next. That, well, that, like, those are the rankings know, that matter. Mayock. I was just trying to put some context here to you know where people are... Uh, are ranking them right now. I could go through and, and give Bucky's and DJ's and Mayock's at your your liking. Is that what you want? No, I, I think it makes <laughs> sense shading the one show you're not on. Okay. The people in this Fair. room are the only people basically alive who don't have a mock draft right now. That's kind of great, though. Yeah. Okay. Number Let's four here. <laughs> I got two more for you. Andrew Brown, defensive end from Virginia. He's nowhere on Mayock's list, but... He So this is a deep in the draft guy. Who knows if he even gets drafted. But he produces music, and he goes by the name Drizzo Beats. Drizzo Beats, I feel like we need to talk to him, maybe bring him in here and see what he can do with the show. I mean, why not? We should hook him up with Tamposi. It would be tough to improve on Tamposi's skills behind the glass. But Tamposi and Drizzo Beats, I don't know. I'm just saying. They have a future. And finally, Maurice Hurst, uh, defensive tackle from Michigan, so he's Mayox number three, interior D lineman. Uh, <laughs> he has been an on and off Uber driver the past few years. I like that. And he liked it because it has flexible hours. He can make some money. And he has a 4.9 rating on Uber. 4.9 is really good. You know what? That's the Uber driver that doesn't decide that I'm 19 minutes away and I'm going to pick up your ride. Like, he's the guy, I'm going to be cool. I'm three and a half minutes away. I'm going to be I mean, how old do you have yeah. to be to be an Uber driver? Can you just be it at 17? Because I do Probably. think about that. That was that would absolutely be, like, the first thing I would try to do. That sounds like a great job. I, lo- I used to deliver pizzas just because I thought, like, driving and you're getting paid for it, that's the easiest you could job do it possible. Now, you could do it now. Could you do it for four hours? I would not do it. Sessler, you that, should be. You should absolutely I would lose driver. the job in, a, in about an hour driving through a storefront, but Greg, it would fit you. You have to be 21. Yeah. You do have to oh, be 21. Oh, really? Insurance okay. reasons. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, there you have it. There are your combine odds and ends. We do not need to hear the song again, <laughs> but... We, great, great stuff by the Tim song was The song was great. I like how long it was, too. Wait. <laughs> like we Even might end up cutting stuff. the second half of it, you know, <laughs> yeah. for uh, yeah. next time, cut, cut it down. It's good but. stuff. It was good stuff. Leave it up to Erica to make it like a feature-length movie. So she was very excited yes. about it. Did she leave? Yeah, she went she, to As go. soon as it was done, she was like, all right, I'm out. That's yep. all I cared about. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, so that's great. After the combine, of course... You know what? The season, it never stops. There's no such thing as an off season. We got the combine and then we have free agency and trading begins. So a lot of movement. Of course, there's that awesome legal tampering window that everyone looks forward to. But um, let's go through one trade we'd each like to see. Big start here. I'm going to start it. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Let's say a third-round pick gets it done. That part really doesn't matter to me because mm. it's a two-parter. I think De- Des Bryant, they need to finally let go of the Des Bryant. This is something that will never happen with Dallas, and maybe they would bring in Emmanuel Sanders to play next to Des Bryant, but in my mind, I think Denver, it sounds like, would listen to offers for Emmanuel Sanders. He could help replace Des Bryant in Dallas. They would clear Bryant off the books, finally get to be the Dallas Cowboys who don't pay their stars for a year too long, who don't overrate their own players, and make a clean break. And, and he is from the Dallas area. I think there's some. there was some buzz when he was you know, potentially going to get released, and who knows, maybe that could still happen, uh, that he would go back to the Dallas area. So it sort of fits. They certainly could use a wide receiver and it'd make the Cowboys more fun to watch. I like it. I like it. You think that would make the Cowboys more fun to watch? If you throw Manny Sanders on the team, yeah. And get rid of Des Bryant? I mean, getting rid of Des Bryant wouldn't make them more fun. No, I guess not. <laughs> They're not getting rid of Des Bryant regardless, so that was a two-parter that was unnecessary. I guess put him next to, next to Des Bryant in this scenario. Mm. But that, that's, that's a trade I'd like to see. And I, I think when those names like Emmanuel Sanders could possibly be traded gets floated, it's for a reason. So even though stuff has happened since where maybe it's not viewed as – necessarily likely that he would be cut. I think he's a guy that if teams really were interested, they could. it would not make the Broncos more fun to watch because you no. would suddenly have oh Demarius God. Thomas and a bunch of nothing at wide. I think receiver. they, I think they have to clear out. They, if, especially if they want to sign Kirk cousins, they have to start making some decisions. And I don't think they were too happy with Sanders last year. There's also some off field stuff uh, this off season. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Um, Get ready for a 90 catch season by Jake, Butt. That's what's going to happen. Jake Butt. Jake Butt. Michigan guy. They're tight ends. That's, that's right. Denver. Um, all right. What do you have, Sessler? All right. Now, Cleveland struck out when they tried to, or if they even tried to get Jimmy Garoppolo the first time around, and it was an egg-on-the-face scenario. So let's reverse engineer this. Everyone thinks, oh, he's going to play in San Francisco till the <laughs> end of time. But here's the how chumps. you get Jimmy G out. This is some wish cast of San Francisco. Gullible people who think he's going to stay in San Francisco. Exactly, those people. How about this? The Browns send the first overall pick. So, you know, San Francisco has a chance to pick a quarterback of their own, along with Deshaun Kaiser, Cody Kessler, Kevin Hogan, Duke Johnson, defensive coordinator Greg Williams, (laughs) tight end David Njoku, wideout Corey Coleman, pass catcher Josh Gordon, Tight end Seth DeValve, big loss. Chief strategy officer Paul DePotesta. Defensive lineman Danny Shelton. Second-year kicker Zane Gonzalez. Browns executive assistant Kerry Savage. And Swagger the Dog. Get it done. You send it all west to San Francisco, the Bay. You bring Jimmy G back. True value. He's manageable. I was going to say there's no way the 49ers agree to that, but you threw Hogs in, and that really t- Hogan, Hogan that really tips the bat. Hogan tipped the scales. I think it was really Carrie ca- Savage. Ca- Carrie yeah. Savage. Carrie Savage does, as far as I know, some excellent work. The um, kicker, though, Zane. She related to Phil if, Savage? I don't believe so. Phil Savage if, left on if not If that the was really terms. the offer, would the 49ers consider it? You know. No. <laughs> you get the number one pick. You get the number one pick. You get Njoku, Coleman, Shelton, Josh Gordon, Gordon. If you really loved Sam Darnold for if Swagger for the reason, dog, if you, I'm just saying, if you went, if you loved a quarterback, 
I think John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are taken with Jimmy Garoppolo right now, and for good reason after what he did at the end of last year. I don't think you can get him. I think he's off the table. Yeah, I would I would yeah. imagine so. It seems like they're in like that early part of the it's relationship not gonna happen. where there's like butterflies still between Jimmy G and John Lynch and everyone there. It's just, I don't know. It, it's it's too nice. When not, did I'm that, sorry. Everything when, sucks. When did that part die for you? And hasn't, go, hasn't. No? Still oh, get yeah. butterflies, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Wes, what do you think? Well, I don't think you can pry Jimmy G from the 49ers, but I'm going to try to get the Browns a quarterback here, and I'm not sure you can get this guy either, but this is a good old blockbuster. Browns give up the first and fourth picks in the draft for Andrew Luck, <laughs> So, Whoa. which gives the Colts an unprecedented three of the top four picks in the draft to do the rebuilding effort with Frank Reich. And the Browns get the guy who could be, whose ceiling is the best player in the NFL. I think that's that's interesting. I kind of like this one. Yeah. It's it's tricky. If you knew, if Andrew Luck was a good bet to be healthy, he would cost a, a lot more, I think, than just the, the first and fourth pick. The first and fourth a picks is a, is a ton of value on the old trade chart. It is. Yep. It, it is. But I don't think Andrew Luck, if he was coming off of a good season, would be available. For oh, that. Like, why would he? He, be? Wouldn't, he would be completely unavailable. Right. He would be He would be worth more than that whole Jimmy G trade you just made. Would they have to turn around and you wouldn't even say, like, we could potentially get through with Jacoby Brissett for one season. We have to draft the top quarterback right away. I think they the would. Oh. Yeah, I think you would take either Darnold or Rosen. You it would be take, weird to not take a quarterback. It'd when be you have very one, three and four. You take yeah. Saquon Barkley, and then you'd take uh, Chubb, the pass rusher. I think like that's that's your first wow. three picks. It's the first round. if you're Chris Ballard. I mean, you'd have to think about it over like an afternoon tea or something. How, the Browns, what's your you favorite type of frog? <laughs> I if Cleveland, I think could honestly do it because it's like you've solved still you've have solved three your number one problem right to go with Andrew Luck. And the reason I came well, you don't know that you solved it. You might have a player who never. Is the same right. ever again. That's well, true. there'd have to be some, like, we'd have to get his health checked, which the Colts have been very hazy on. But Cleveland can't keep adding 15 rookies. They don't have enough room on the roster. That would be so weird to see Andrew Luck in a Browns uniform. It would be uh, so great. I don't know about how those uniforms are at the bottom of... They need to change the uniforms, then maybe. What do you want the uniforms to look like? Like the old ones from when I was young. <laughs> Not the new ones that look like... You don't like that they have Browns down the side of the pants? Not even That's remotely. Hideous. It's awful. It's really, really bad. Um, all right, so the trade I would like to see, I want the 49ers to trade for a wide receiver. I know they need a pass rusher. I know they need a corner, a guard, whatever. I want to see a wide receiver, and I want to see Martavis Bryant mm. in Oof. a 49ers jersey. Look, it would be great. So you have uh, Pierre Garçon. He's coming off injury. You don't know what he's going to be like, but if he's fully good to go, up to speed, uh, 100%. You have him and Martavis Bryant. And then you have the speed of Marquise Goodwin. Come on. With Jimmy G there and Kyle Shanahan, they already extended their center a little bit with his deal. So I think that they're trying to build. I don't know. I they, like it. They do need a receiver it. with size. Right. So they've Six, got some five. smaller receivers there. Yeah, I... That could be a good old horn swaggle for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Especially with all of the grumblings with, and the drama. So I mean, it might be good for Pittsburgh to move on, obviously. It, it seems like he could be attained. I mean, acquired if you were willing to give up a good pick. So what did they have to give up? What, what's the pick? Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Um, I don't like know. 2026 like, fifth rounder? You think they would do it for like... 
A second? A third? A second too high? Second is too much to give up for. I mean, they favorite. tried third? to trade him during, this off, during third, the season, though? couldn't get anything for him. If I was, yeah, if you have a good feeling about your, your team, I would think a third, if, if you're the 49ers, that would be worth it. I don't think more than a third, though, because it's a player with issues. Yeah. yeah with major issues. But he's good. A year ago oh, yeah. at this time, we, we would have loved it. The fact that he came back and it was a little rocky, even though he was coming off of a suspension last year, we were just kind of assuming he's going to come back and be one of the top 10 or 12 most talented but it, wide receivers. It's not just the suspension. It's the yeah. fact that he was a horrible teammate. Yeah. yeah. That while his team was winning, he said, get me out of here. And do you want that? Do you want poison in your locker room? But also, there, there's not the same talent there in San Francisco. So he would be able to shine. And I feel like he's the type of player that would take advantage of that. And maybe those things would go away if he was the number one I mean, guy. Jimmy G, from everything I've gathered, has godlike powers to make everyone around him a better person. They're the so Kumbaya team. Counting on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> the Kumbaya team. Speaking of the Kumbaya team, I feel like that's um, that's this team right here. Oh, yeah. Really miss sure. Dan. Dan's going to be back. Wh- where is Dan again? What What's he doing? I believe he's, a, he's in family incoming, spending time with him, having oh, a nice time with the, okay. with the family. So he's staying local, staycation, yes. little uh, R&R for Dano. Yeah, I think we're back. Thursday and Friday this week. I mean, we're loading up on shows, and then we are wow. doing Saturday and Sunday show as well. <laughs> Three shows next <laughs> week, including two from Indianapolis, two from the Combine. I think our taping days will be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. That's exciting. Are you guys going to run the 40? You know how they do that every year with uh, NFL not. employees? You can no. You can test out where you where you land there. No, mm, never. nobody's doing it. I've never done it. The either. forty is like a mile for me right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Like, this is the year I'm going to do it. I'm going to take advantage now that the big C's maybe slowed down west just for like another month. Yeah, I think I can take them out. What if That's... we raced you and I? Oh my god, please! I would do that. Sure, really. The, I mean, in the, the streets our, of Indy. Our only attributes would have to be speed or nothing else. Athletic, if we don't have that great, you guys no. have to I mean, race. We're just fine. No, this would be the why best do, thing why ever. Why do Mark happened? and I have to race? I mean, it's, no, it, you I, put it I out still there. see it absolutely it. not happening. I would do it. I would do it. I would, but I would rather it be long distance. Please direct more, your tweets to Rosie right and now. Sessler about racing at the combine. <laughs> it would no, be a great sandwich bet. <laughs> the more tweets that we get, the less likely yeah, it is that's, to happen. That's <laughs> absolutely true. You'll, Mark will just quit Twitter all over again. I, I will be done with it. We don't want that to happen. But <laughs> no. It, speaking of, uh, before we go, I forgot the, the big C. I wanted to send a final thanks. We closed oh God, yeah. the GoFundMe officially uh, this morning, a week after it went up. We blew past the goal. I mean, I don't want to speak for Wes. Just from my perspective, I know we already said thanks here, but now that it's kind of official and this is the first time after we got past the goal, I mean, it was uh, amazing to me and it felt amazing uh, to watch and it felt uh, special just that all you guys did that. So thank you. Yeah, I would second that. It was a rough year, but a glorious week and um, a nice birthday week. Uh, the Paramore and I sat by the pool and, and read a bunch of cards that people sent us over the years. That I, It was too much of an emotional like investment, I guess, over the past six, eight months for me to read all the cards that were yeah. sent to me. So I decided to just read them all at once. And it was... Mm. It was it was very rewarding and enriching for me. In other news, he's about Wes is also about to purchase a minority piece of the Carolina Panthers, so it's money well spent. <laughs> I've taken uh, New Money's nickname. 
The listeners are amazing. I mean, the fact that that much money was raised in such a short amount of time, there were so many donations and there were donations that were that were small and it just shows how many people just came and no matter what they gave, it was awesome. And I think the final everybody count- really circled the wagons for Wes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the final count was about 2000 different people. That's awesome. Right. And it was a ton of like little three dollar, five dollar, ten dollar. That goes that's that's amazing. Way. And yeah. some of those were nice, like families or couples who who commented how they listened to it together. So it's even more than just two thousand people. But that's that's amazing. Like the the breadth of of how many different people did it. No, everybody out there, you guys are seriously the best listeners, the best viewers. I mean, anytime. I do anything. I always get such nice responses from the listeners of ATN, and that is not the case other places. So it is really a great group of people. So thank you guys for your support and for supporting Wes and for supporting us. It's awesome. You guys rock. Well, um, one last thing. I'm glad we ended up taking the tack of, of discussing it on the podcast way back last year when we were talking about whether we would do it or not because I've heard from so many people who have cancer or have been through cancer, and those have been the messages that I guess I've taken the most from, that, that the fact that we discussed it instead of, like, brushing it on the rug or, or not even, like, keeping it private or whatever, that people did get a lot out of that. So I I I got several really long letters from people who who are going through it, and it was kind of a tearjerker, but it was... I'm glad, not- I'm glad we, we talked about it, and we were upfront about it, and... I think that's the only way we really know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that definitely wouldn't have been my first inclination, but it doesn't surprise me one bit that you wanted to share that with everyone. And it ended up helping so many people. And I think it it helped us too, when you were going through everything, just to be able to openly talk about it and and give updates. And I mean, that support had to have been really important to well, you. one of the things about this is that I get a lot more credit than should be coming to me because the decision to talk about it was mostly just to head off talking to people in this building, like explaining the same story <laughs> over and over again. What if no. I just talk about oh, it on a course. podcast yeah. and I won't even have to explain it anymore? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, like, it worked out for everybody. Yeah, People coming up to him, you know, throughout the year, just he's like, don't talk to me. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Listen to episode please. 488, please. I saved it for the pod. Why it's have you there. lost 70 pounds? Listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wes, we're so glad to have you Woo! back. Happy belated birthday, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys, what day? Thursday? Thursday. All right. Thursday. That's it. So, signing off for, I can't remember now, Sessler for <laughs> the mailman. <laughs> Quiet Storm, the mailman, and the boss. Till Thursday. Nailed it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.